What's up, what's up, what's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Ray Talks Live. If you are new, please hit that subscribe button or follow and definitely share out this podcast because, as I said, this podcast is something that you don't want to miss. All right, this episode, I want to talk about pet peeves. And I think it's safe to say that all of us, no matter how good of a person you are, no matter how of a saint you are, or even no matter how bad or evil you may be as a person, all of us have pet peeves. We have things that people do or things that happen that just gets under our skin and it just annoys the hell out of us. All right? So I'm going to just talk about a few things for me that annoys the hell out of me, whether I'm seeing it or whatever the case may be. So I'm just going to talk about a few of them. And maybe a few of these you might be able to relate to. So one of the things that I'm going to talk about is when it comes to driving. Now, I'm not necessarily always a speed demon. But, you know, I do like to drive a little fast. You know, I do have somewhat of a heavy right foot. But one of the things that gets me sometimes is get behind slow-moving people. People who don't want to put their foot on the gas and drive. And you're kind of wondering, like, yo, I didn't know I was in a funeral procession. For the last 20 minutes like can we drive you know and some of the things that annoy me is that those people especially that cut you off you know whether they're making that turn from a stop sign or the light and they get in front of you and they know they cut in front of you but then they don't want to drive up and it's like your sense of like my goodness can you drive you know another one that gets on my nerves the second one in terms of driving is those people who drive with their turn signals on. And I'm not talking about you turn your turn signal on and you go about, you miss the first turn, but you say, oh, okay, I'm going to the next turn. You say, okay, fine. But then next thing you know, you just start driving and driving with the turn signal on. And you're like, okay, I'm going to need you to either turn it off or you need to turn. Okay. And then another one, pet peeve of driving, people who drive while talking on their cell phones, as well as those who use their cell phones while they're driving. But the ones with the people who are talking on the phone annoys me a little bit more because it's like, you mean to tell me you cannot drive and talk at the same time? You mean, that means you have to slow down 10, 20 miles below the speed limit or slower than everybody else is going, just so you can carry the conversation. You mean to tell me you can't do two things at the same time? That's what you're telling me? You know? Okay? And then the last one, in terms of driving, pet peeve. Being that if you follow my podcast, you know that I'm a teacher. So, obviously, when I hit school zones, I know to go 15 miles an hour. And I do know that in other parts of the country, depending on where you live, it might be 10, it might be 15, or it might be 20, or maybe 25. One thing that bothers me about people in school zones is they speed through the school zone. You know, like, me going 15 miles an hour is hurting you. But the minute you get out the school zone, now you don't want to drive fast no more. All of a sudden, you want to drive normal. You want to drive the speed limit. Like, that absolutely makes no sense whatsoever. Like, come on, like, what's the deal, you know? So, 
don't want to go to 15 miles an hour, but the minute you get out the school zone, all of a sudden you want to drive the 35, 40 mile an hour speed limit now all of a sudden. Come on. All right. So let's move on from that. Let's talk about some other ones. One of the ones I want to talk about is, you know, I love to travel and I love flying. And although I haven't flown in quite some time and then especially, of course, with COVID-19, that has definitely put that on hold. But the one biggest pet peeve I have with flying, and I'm pretty sure this has to be everyone, because you've got to look at these people and say, what the hell are you thinking? Is the minute the plane lands, we pull up into the gate, the captain turns off the seatbelt sign, and then, you know, everybody's unbuckling. The next thing you know, they jump into the middle aisle, grabbing their stuff, and you start saying, like, where are you going? You're in row 25, you're in row 38, or you're in row 40. Like, where are you going? There's like 30-some rows in front of you. Where do you think you're going? You know, like, you're you're not getting off the plane no quicker than I am. You know, let's be real, you know? And I never understood that. Why do people get up so fast as if the plane is on fire and you got to get off the plane so fast? But... You're not going anywhere. Like, I just don't understand it. I've never understood that, even to this day. Like, why? I mean, I have no problem being the last person off the plane. So be it. You know, at least I know I'm not going to get no dirty looks. I'm not going to have to stop because someone is going to definitely back out into the middle aisle and stop you so the other people on their aisle can get out and get their stuff. Like, it's not worth it. But I never understand why people do that. Like, What's the purpose? What's the point? You know, I just don't get that part. So, okay. So let's go to another one. Let's talk about theme parks. And if you follow my podcast as well, you know, I've talked about theme parks, especially Disney to some degree. I haven't necessarily talked about Universal Studios as much because I haven't been there. It's been about a little over a year now since I've been there. But this is for any theme park, really. Why is it that when you're in the lines to get on rides or even to get food, why does the person or the people behind you in line got to be right up on you? Like, I don't want to smell your breath. I don't want to feel your breath. Like, why are you right next to me? You know, so close. Like, can I get my space? Can I get like a little three feet distance between you? And, you know, and I'm sad to see these six put social distancing lines removed from theme parks now because I thought they were wonderful. Yeah, it spaced out the lines and it may seem like the lines were long, but actually the wait times were not that bad because you were always constantly moving because of the space instead of being bunched up. But why? Like, I don't need you on the back of my neck. I don't need to feel you breathing, you know? And one of the things I'm going to do is I'm going to take me like a little fart spray and I'm just going to start grabbing my stomach like, ooh, I should have never ate them beans for lunch or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, just hit a little spray, you know, and make people back up. Like, I don't understand. Like, I can't move up until the people in front of me move up. And you can't move up until I move up. So why are you crowding me? You know, give me my little bubble. Give me my little space just a little bit, you know? Okay? Here's another pet peeve that gets me a little bit, and it comes from when you get these weak-ass apologies from celebrities and athletes or even politicians, you know, for when 
and they either say something or they do something that they know was wrong. They know it was wrong. You know, and I know in this day and age, everybody's trying to be politically correct. But sometimes, you know, you just got to be real. You know, you can't always be politically correct. Sometimes you just got to be real. But I hate those weak apologies like, oh, you know, that wasn't me. Or they say, oh, well, you know, my my account was hacked. Listen, just drop it. Just, you said how you felt. That's how you felt in the first place. Just go with it. Say, yeah, maybe I need to do a little bit more understanding, you know, or a little bit more reaching out, in a sense, and understand better. But don't, don't come with these weak apologies, you know, saying, oh, that's not me. That's not what I meant. No, that's exactly what you meant. And if that's what you meant, then stand by, you know. We all can't be politically correct to everyone. Sometimes you got to be real. Ain't as simple as that. All right? And then the last pet peeve I'm going to talk about, and like I say, there's tons of pet peeves we can all go over talk about. But my last one, I'm going to go back to being an educator, being a teacher. One of my biggest pet peeves in as being a teacher that bothers me is when students come in, and I'll spend maybe first 15 minutes of class, you know, go over the lesson, you know, talk about things, you know, hold a discussion and everything with students. And then, you know, you go ahead and go to work. And then, you know, you ask, like, hey, is there anybody who got questions that I can answer right now? So then there's no thing. So you're like, okay, cool. I can go ahead, do what I need to do, maybe take attendance real quick or check something real quick or start maybe just walking around and make sure everyone's on task. But then you get this one kid who raised their hand, oh, what are we doing? And I'm like, are you serious? Did you not hear what I just said for the last 20 minutes? No, I didn't hear you. I had my headphones on. Or I was on my phone. And one of the things I always tell students, I say, take your headphones out, put your phones down, because like I tell my students, I'm not going to sit here, number one, and fight you over these headphones or fight you over your cell phone. But one of the things I do tell you, if I'm talking, that means obviously I'm telling you something important. You need to put that on pause. But the, the hand up and talk about, oh, what are we doing? Like, we're doing work, yo. That's what we're doing. We're doing work. We're doing classwork. That's what we're doing. You know, why don't you ask your, your neighbor right next to you and ask them what we'll be doing? You know, that's one of the ones that really gets me, particularly with students. And then also another one that gets me pet peeve-wise as being an educator comes really dealing with my coworkers. Like, I hate when my fellow teachers, fellow coworkers, don't simply read emails or follow the emails or the rules that was put inside those emails. Like, particularly when it comes to standardized testing and, you know, the schedule change a little bit for the day because of testing. And, you know, administration will come on and say, hey, don't release any students until such and such or until we send you an updated uh, schedule through the email. You still got teachers releasing kids following the old schedule. Then you got to hear security guard telling them to go back in. Then I got to sometimes go out in the hallway and say, hey, go back to your room and not release. Tell your teacher to read their emails. Come on. You're a grown person. Follow along. And then you wonder why students can't follow the rules themselves because you got knucklehead teachers who can't even follow the rules themselves. You kind of want to say to yourself, damn, you must have been one of them kind of kids that never followed directions when you were in school, huh? You know? Okay. So, I'm going to leave it at that. That's just a few pet peeves. And like I said, there could be a whole lot more that we can talk about that 
I probably didn't discuss that you may feel is a huge pet peeve to yourself. And definitely tell me about that. So, remember, you can reach me on Facebook and Twitter at Ray Talks Live. You can also follow me on Instagram at RayTalks underscore live. And you can also send me an email at RayTalksLive at gmail.com. And with that, I am out.